When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy. So Stephanie is looking for a second date update with a guy named Clint. Hey, Stephanie, how are you? Hi, I'm good. How are you? Doing good. So kind of walk us through from the beginning because I was reading your email and I guess this goes back a bit. Yeah, I actually met him on Match back in February and we went out once before COVID hit. Okay. And our date was so great. I was so excited about the possibilities with him. And then, boom, no more in-person meetings. Yeah. I mean, that must have been hard. Yeah, we were pretty disappointed about it. But knew it was necessary that we stay apart physically. For sure. But you guys stayed in touch, though, right? Yeah, we kept talking and texting and FaceTiming. Well, that's good. Yeah, we were really getting to know each other. And we were both excited for the stay-at-home orders to be lifted so we could get together again. I would imagine. Was there a point where you finally felt safe to do that? I mean, I know a lot of people have been venturing out. But with his underlying health condition and you working on the front lines, did you feel safe enough to do that? It finally happened a week ago. Oh, good. Yeah, we both decided to play it safe. So we ordered out and ate it in my backyard. And how'd that go? He was over at my place for three hours. Great food. So I guess that's good. Yeah, great conversation. Lots of laughs. Nice. We did continue to social distance, so no making out or anything. Well, that's probably a good idea. Yeah. But at least you got to, like, be in each other's presence. Yeah, I really thought the whole evening was lovely. So how did it end? Because you said you guys didn't make out or kiss or anything. He was there for about three hours. Did it seem like he was open to seeing you again? Were there any signs that maybe he was about to distance? No, I mean, it seemed like he was really into it, but when he left my house that night, he stopped responding to my text messages and my calls. Hmm. I'm so disappointed. Yeah. I feel like I waited so long and finally got to see him, and then he's gone. And since he left, like, there's been no communication whatsoever? None. You reached out, and he didn't even, like, yeah. he, he didn't even give you a blow-off text? No, nothing. I, I texted him. I'm like, hey, I hope everything's okay, and nothing. No text, no nothing. That's the worst. Yeah. And it's not like he was in any hurry to get out of there because he hung out for three hours, and, and your impression of that three hours was it was good, like it, it was a great reunion. and Yeah, there was no indication that something was off. I guess all that's left is to just call him up, right? Yeah, I'm hoping so. I'd love to find out what happened. All right, well, let's do this then. Uh, We'll take a break here. When we come back, we'll call Clint. Hopefully he's okay. I'm hoping he didn't get sick or something. Right. Heaven forbid. Then we'll take a break here. When we come back, we'll call Clint, and we'll do it next. The second date update continues here at Cincinnati's Q102. (laughs) 
Stephanie and Clint, they actually met on match way back, what'd you say, was it February or March or something? It was before coronavirus hit. It was in February. February. So you had one date, which was great. You made plans to get together again, but then coronavirus hit. You're working on the front lines, and he's got underlying health conditions, so you kind of had to go do the whole FaceTiming thing and phone and text messages and things like that. So it had been weeks since you guys had seen each other, but you kept in touch and kept talking, correct? Correct. So fast forward to about a week ago, they finally get together, they have this nice dinner in her backyard, pulls out all the stops, great to see him, he hangs out for three hours, everything's feeling good, but you're still socially distancing, right? You're still being responsible, so there's no physical contact, right? No physical contact. Okay, so he leaves, and you never hear from him again. like Nothing at all, nothing at all. What happened? I don't know, that's what I'm hoping to figure out. All right. I thought, yeah. Okay, you ready to make the call then? I'm ready. All right, let's do it. Hello? Clint? Yeah, who's this? He is alive and well. It is Jeff and Jen at Q102. How are you doing this morning? <laughs> Jeff and Jen? Yes, sir. Oh, my God. Are you healthy? I'm great, man. I can't believe you guys are calling. I I would assume you're calling for a second date update. Always, brother, always. Oh, my God, man. What's going on? You know, this was the most... I went to her house, and it was the most bizarre... Always feel confident on your second date. With help from the Plastic Surgery Group. Schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com. Surgery has an art. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Night I've ever had on a date. It was just crazy, man. I mean, did she tell you that she lives with her ex-husband? Wait, what? She lives with her ex-husband. Apparently, he moved in when the coronavirus hit. Hold on. We can't be talking about the same person. Are we talking about Stephanie? She's got two beautiful kids, you know. Uh, Dude, I don't don't even think. I'm not even sure we're talking about the same person. Stephanie, do you have an ex-husband and two kids living with you? I do. (laughs) How did that not come up? Hi, Stephanie. So you got, you're going to put me on the radio now? Well, I mean, with your permission, that. I mean, help us sort this out because I'm completely confused. Stephanie, you didn't say anything about an ex-husband and two kids that were living with you. I didn't want to scare anybody off. Well, that ship has already sailed. Not only does she, I mean, she has kids. They've been staying together, right? They're flirting with each other. They drink wine every night. They have like a little dance party and they're dancing. I mean, this thing is like, they're like a you know nuclear family. This is all while you were there? While I was there. I felt like some kind of, you know, homewrecker. Like I was coming in. I was breaking up the, the, the family evening. Like, yeah, yeah, like kind of like a fifth wheel or I don't know. Right. Or just like, you know, like a brother-in-law or something, you know, (laughs) that comes over like, 
totally bizarre. I, you know, I tried to express it to her. But, you know, when something's so weird and somebody is just so accepting of the weirdness, yeah, you don't really feel like you should, you know, oh, I'm going to explain to you how weird this whole situation is. Well, that's like, kind of what you, I was going to ask you. I mean, she said that you spent three hours at this place. So as weird as it must have been initially, it doesn't seem like you were in any hurry to get out of there, given the circumstance. Well, I had a glass of wine, you know, in the first hour, and somehow that glass of wine got me through that hour. Right. And just, you know, I, I was kind of almost tripping you uh-huh. know, off the wine buzz. I mean, it was just kind of like a state of shock. And then probably the last hour and a half or so, she threw out some crackers and cheese or whatever. And I said, oh, I may as well get something to eat, right? Yeah. And then the last hour and a half was just, how do I get out of here? You know, like, yeah. how do I get, extract myself from this situation? You know? Wow. So you almost and, felt like you were intruding into this family right. situation. Like, her husband's name is Felipe. He seems like a nice guy. Oh, that's good. You know, I don't have anything against the dude, and he seems like a great dad and everything. Like, I just I felt like, I, like you said, like I was, you know, some kind of peeping Tom. It felt ridiculous. To be honest with you. All right. Well, well, Stephanie, what's the story with you and your ex-husband? Like, are are you together? He's saying he's your ex-husband, but you guys seem like a... They do the lombada, like, in the house. He just grabs her like they're doing the tango. No. And I'm like, what the hell is this? He's just my ex. There is nothing going on between us, I swear to you. That's also a reason why I didn't want to mention anything, because there's nothing going on, and there never will be. Yeah, but, Him and I, I mean, what's he doing there if there's nothing going on? It's for the kids. We have a very good co-parenting relationship, and they need us. So so you you plan to physically live in the same house indefinitely, or he was just there visiting that night? No, we've been able to remain a family after the divorce, and um, he's he's been there for a while. He plans on being there for a while, and... We're actually better off as friends. It's been working. I'm he's, he's a big guy. He's like real muscular. And you, and Steph, you should tell him to like put on a shirt. You know, when you're having a date in the backyard, just throw on a shirt. So Stephanie, how does you know? he feel? How does your ex feel about you dating other men and bringing him to the house? Well, like I right. said, there's nothing going on between us, so he doesn't care as long as you know, as long as we stay away. We're outside. The kids are inside. Everyone's happy. Well, I mean, how do you feel about this, Clint? I don't want to, like, just, I, I feel like, I mean, how do you feel about it? Like, I, I let me ask you as a what, man. What, me personally? Yeah, I mean, it just seems it, it, well, like for me, it, would it was seem, so unnecessary. Well, for me, I would have to see what the dynamic is like between the two. I mean, if they genuinely seem to me like they've moved past all their ish you know what i'm saying but this is a second date you know it's not like her and i are married now and the ex comes over to see the kids it's the second date and this guy's shirtless doing the lombada it was super hot outside he just started to shut off for a little bit it seemed like it was pretty hot inside our fans were broken so he can't put on like a life beater i gotta stare at this guy's pecs all night so this is kind of stuck in your head now clint you feel like this is something you can't move past despite the fact that stephanie is saying listen there's nothing going on we're we're just co-parenting here right i think he's probably a good guy i think he took his shirt off because he knows he's jacked do you think that was a passive-aggressive way of intimidating you or trying to make you feel small or 
marking his territory. It was alpha dog type behavior. You know? wow. Like this is, you know, this is my territory. You're just a rogue dog yeah. coming in for some scraps, right. right? I'm the alpha dog. I mean, I'd like to think if I was in the same situation, I could be adult about it. But if this guy is clearly flirting with his ex-wife, which he's supposed to be on a date with you and taking his shirt off and they're dancing, you know, this guy was clearly trying to send a message. Uh, look, he's a good guy, you know, he's a good dad, whatever, but, uh, you know, I mean, it's just not conducive to any type of, you know, humble or but just, uh, just it just didn't work out. Okay. Steph, I'm sorry. I'm sorry that you're uncomfortable. You know, I, I, it's going to stay this way, so. He's not moving out anytime soon, huh? No, not anytime soon. Well, Clint, thanks for taking the phone call, man. Thanks for being a listener. We appreciate it. And if you ever find yourself in a similar situation, don't hesitate to give us a call. All right, man. All right, buddy. Take care. You too. And Stephanie, good luck to you and your ex. Thank you so much for everything. All right, anytime. Have a good one. Bye-bye. All right. You need our help with a second date update. Just send us an email, Jeff and Jen, at WKRQ.com. Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast, brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy.